Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Daily, the Doula Tips and Tips podcast. I am Kaylee Harad, um, the owner of this podcast, the host of this podcast. I can't even get my thoughts together today. Um, I am also a birth doula, um, postpartum doula, childbirth educator, and the author and creator of the Birth Prep Blueprint, which is holistic, comprehensive childbirth education, um, and a few new classes that are coming out soon. So keep an eye out for those. Um, I will have some more info about them in the next couple episodes. So um, today we are following the theme that we've been on for the last three episodes about contractions and timing and things like that in labor. So today's question is, how long will labor be? Okay. Um Now, before we dive into that, this is my medical disclaimer. I am not your medical provider. Um, This is for entertainment and educational use only. Please do consult your own medical team for um, medical advice that's specific to you. So um, if you've been around for a little bit, you've listened to any of my other episodes. Oh, this is episode number 11. So... um, It's like super exciting that we've gotten to the double digits. Um, And if you've been around for a little bit, you know that a lot of times I answer questions kind of nuanced because that's how labor is, you know. So it's just you're going to get what you get because that's how labor works. So (laughs) this is no different. How long will your labor be? Um, No one knows. (laughs) That is the short answer. (laughs) Um, But I want to give you some context around this because this comes up in every class I teach with every client I have. um, Just it's constantly a topic of conversation. So um, so first of all, what is normal? Right. I think movies, for one thing, and other people's stories have given us a really warped sense of what is normal in birth. Um, And so one of the tools for advocating for yourself is knowing what normal is so that you know when something's not normal or um, so that you can make really good informed decisions during labor. So there is a broad range of normal. As a doula, I have supported births, vaginal deliveries. So for the sake of this timeline, I'm talking about vaginal deliveries for right now. Um, I've supported vaginal deliveries that are normal and go well, result in healthy, happy babies, 
um, and parents, um, anywhere from three hours to 72 hours. Okay. So that's my own personal range. So that is, you know, my experience, I suppose, as a birth doula. Um, now what is considered normal is really a range between like 18 to 36 hours. Now, can it go longer than that? Obviously so, right? That one client, 72 hours. Um, I just want to add that she had another baby that was like about six and so six hours. So she got some vindication. I feel like some lovely healing in that second birth. Um, however, that's not always the case, right? <laughs> so that's a whole different trauma informed convo for another day. Um, but today, I want to talk about what is normal in terms of length. So one of the things that clients talk to me about is when to know if it's going quickly, because I think that like length is really tricky to navigate. Right. And so um, so we talked some in the last episode about what is normal, when to go into the hospital or the birth center or have your team come to you if you're having a home birth um, and also how to like normalize the first part of labor. Right. I think it's helpful to keep in mind that in most cases, the zero to six centimeter portion of labor is the longest portion of labor. And then the six to 10 centimeters and then having your baby portion is generally shorter, right? Now, there are ranges of normal for both of those times, okay? But in general, when we talk about like 18 to 24 hours, if that's if that's your labor span, oftentimes two thirds of that time, at least, is the first five to six centimeters. OK. Um, and I mean, you might see that I'm kind of struggling to even like quantify this in part because I just am tempted to be like, it completely depends on you and your body and your baby, because it really does. Um, however, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, first of all. Go back and listen to it. Um, I will link to it in this one. I said that in the last episode. I need to check and make sure I did that. Anyway, um, I will link to it in this episode um, so that you have that to go back and look at. But one of the things I talked about is at what point do you know that it's maybe time to go, right? Like you've kind of progressed into the middle of active labor where it's a good time to arrive at your birthing location if you're not birthing at your house. Or it's a good time to have people join you at your house if you are birthing at home with people coming. Um, And so when we think about a fast labor specifically, a fast labor is going to be obvious because you're going to jump past that early time and be right at all of those metrics for it's time to head in, right? So your contractions are going to be like two to three minutes apart. They're going to be one minute long, they're going to one to two minutes long sometimes, right? They're going to be intense. You're going to feel that rectal pressure like you need to poop. Like those are things that will be a part of that labor experience much earlier than if you were going to go slow and steady, right? Now, a longer labor, those metrics are usually still there. They might just take you a while to get to them. So having some good reassurance in that time is super helpful. Um, Having some support in that time is very helpful, um, but it's definitely worth keeping an open mind about the possibility of having a long and slow first phase, especially like earlier phase of labor. Um, now, what does that mean in terms of 
how long is too long, right? One thing that I'll sometimes have clients ask me is, do I, do I like time out of being able to be in labor, especially in a hospital setting? So yes and no, right? Like, um, if things are going well, there is progress being made. You look fine. The baby looks fine, right? Like, labor is progressing. It's just taking its sweet time. Then, um, there's tons of evidence for just continuing to support the progress of labor, right? Um, and maybe augmentation, right? Like maybe adding something to help labor go faster. That's a conversation that's specific to the moment. Um, but the like question comes in when it's been long and you're not making progress. Um, or one of you is not doing well, right? So the longer you go in labor, the higher the chance of one of you not tolerating it well, or you, your uterus developing an infection, um, especially if your water is broken, um, or you tiring out, we call that maternal fatigue, which needs a new name. Um, but like just getting exhausted, right? Your body getting exhausted in the process. So, so one of the keys to sustaining a longer labor, especially because you don't know if you're having a longer labor until it happens, right? So one of the big keys is sustaining yourself in early labor with food, hydration, support, reassurance, <laughs> lots of coping tools, um, because then you are, you're going to have a lower chance of, of getting to the point of fatigue or, um, making a decision really early on to like break your water, for instance, and then getting to a point of infection, right? Um, so you're going to just generally lower your risks around time, but there is not a magical time that's too long, right? Like there is not like a clock that's like when you have hit 48 hours, you've been in labor too long and we have to do a C-section. It's not that simple. It depends on the circumstances. There are times when it's way before 48 hours that something is up that means we need to stop doing this and do a C-section. And there are other times at 48 hours, things are actually going great, you know, and there's no reason to intervene at all. And so it really does depend on how that labor is playing out. Now, that being said, my next episode um, is going to be all about trusting your provider. And this is one of the reasons I think that is key, is that there are going to be unexpected things in the midst of labor. Sometimes they're really lovely, beautiful, unexpected things. And sometimes they're like, what the hell kind of unexpected things, right? And you don't know in advance what those things are going to be. There's no way to know that. So the most important thing for navigating those is having a care team that you trust to help you navigate them because there is no possible way for you to go into labor with every single possible scenario worked out in your mind as much as some of us like to try, right? Uh, me included. Um, it's not possible. You just can't do it. And so you have got to have a team that you trust helping you navigate those twists and turns. That does not mean, and you know this about me, if you've been around for any length of time, that you should just step out of the way and let your providers choose everything for you. Absolutely not. However, having people to navigate with you that you do trust, that are trustworthy, is an enormous part of this process. 
So that is a little plug for the next episode. Um, and it's going to come out this same week because I am starting to do them more frequently. So get excited twice a week now. Um, and so look for that episode. Um, it should be on Wednesday because this episode is coming out on Friday instead of Wednesday. So um, next Wednesday is when you're going to see that if you're like listening to this the day that it came out. Um, like always, these podcast episodes are about answering questions about pregnancy, about birth, about fertility, about postpartum and feeding. So if you have questions, please do send them in. Um, there is sometimes a lag in getting them answered because I sometimes record in advance, right? Um, so be patient if you have sent a question in. But also, um, I love to know that I am answering the questions that that people have right now. So I am trying to work them in like relatively quickly so that it doesn't take weeks and weeks for you to get your answer. So um, if you have not already, please go ahead and subscribe, like and comment if you're on a platform that lets you do that. This lovely podcast is hosted on all sorts of platforms, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts on my website and lots of other places. So if you are not already hanging out with me on Instagram, the link to do that is below. And then if you want to check out my birth prep blueprint, if you don't have a really good childbirth education yet, I really recommend it. I of course love it because I think it's amazing. Um, But you also get a bit of a discount. There is a discount code in the show notes. So actually there's a discount link in the show notes. Um, and so grab that so that you get 10% off just because you listen to this episode and you're awesome. So um, I will see you again on Wednesday. So in um, how many days is that? Four? <laughs> I can't do math today. Um, so I'll see you in a few days. And please do connect with me so that I know what you'd like to hear next. All right. I wish you happy, lovely, well-informed birth.